Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, first G-Team Big O of 2018. I'm Ryan Big O'Regan. And I am JT Cool. JT. Ah, that, that, that. JT Cool. JT Cool. I, I haven't used that in a long time. That was like my 10-year-old uh, screen name. I don't know where I pulled that out of. I am Video Geek JT. I was about to say, <laughs> is that like a New Year's resolution sort of thing? Like you're just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try cooler. a new persona this year. I'm know? JT Cool. Joe Cool. Wear some sunglasses and all that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> It's like if you start wearing like a white t-shirt and like a leather jacket and shit, I'm going to be like, no, no. <laughs> Especially me. I would not look good in that at all. <laughs> I'm not saying you would probably wouldn't look decent, but it's like that's the kind of look for like somebody that, you know, has a lot of time on their hands and can just hang out at places, maybe has a motorcycle. You work too much to pull that off. No. <laughs> I, I have nothing about me that says cool. <laughs> I am the opposite of cool, which would be hot, and I'm not that either, so I'm nothing. <laughs> I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Again, you know, we, we have no fancy sound effects, so uh, that, that was literally JT spitting somewhere. It, I don't know where. I'm not going to go investigate. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that. You remember the, the meme that came out recently, the, uh, the Knuckles one? Oh, the Ugandan Knuckles? Yeah. Do I, you know the way? I will spit on you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you disrespect our queen I spit on you <laughs> Just so reason I know it's from African movies The audio That's where they take it from It's not like anyone's Voicing it all or anything Or trying to make an Im- imitation of somebody But did they have to add the <laughs> clicking The clicking alone Just makes it so bad Listen to the songs of my people <laughs> See, I, I, I feel bad just doing that, but I obviously I want to <laughs> emphasize what they this do. Is this is just the meme. We're reporting the meme. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the first big meme of 2018, obviously, so it's getting a lot of traction. I don't know where this thing came from. I actually looked it up and it said, like, oh, this person invented it. But I guess someone created the character, mm-hmm. but... Uh, they didn't create the sound effects that went with it. Someone else, I think, figured that. No, out. that was on that uh, the, that play VR uh, sort of thing. So I don't know if you've seen any of it. You being nah. the gaming person that you are, think of it as like the VR version of Second Life. So people will go ahead, they'll create an avatar, and they'll just walk around talking to everybody, and you see videos of like these little Ugandan <laughs> knuckles, and they're putting up the audio from these particular African movies. Just like spamming people, and it's like one person did, it, and then a whole bunch of them. It's like you see a little army of these guys all saying the same stuff. It now makes sense. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, so that that's where it's uh, really been breaking. If you need to see like a whole retrospective on it, I know the the Fine Brothers at the React channel they put out a video about it just last week. So they go into depth with uh, I think some of the elders react. So obviously they don't know anything about. <laughs> Uh, this so it was a nice introduction for them. I think my favorite address of this, and I don't know if this is a favorite of yours, it is a favorite of mine. Uh, Team Four Star made a Cell Games version of it, where uh, Cell versus Knuckles. Oh God! And his army. <sighs> no, the, as far as Dragon Ball Z is concerned, I just watched the one like if Dragon Ball Z was on Facebook. No, I didn't. I don't know know if you saw that. I think it was either Dorkly or College Humor that put it out. And it's like, there's like a whole, like, feed of, like, uh, Vegeta and Goku fighting it off. And uh, they put up things about, oh, Krillin just got engaged. And it's like, oh, so you're going to retire now, right? It's like, (laughs) because you don't do anything. You keep dying. You need to retire now. You have a family. Oh, Krillin. (laughs) Like, you, but you're... Not good. You're the opposite of good. Yes. <laughs> Granted, you know what? He is the strongest human in the entire series, which says something. It does say something. I mean, the Destructo Disc itself does have its effectiveness, and you really don't see too many other people being able to use it. Well, that, and also, like, if you really think about any of the other humans, like, Tien comes to mind, but at some point, I think Krillin did surpass Tien. Mm-hmm. So he actually is the strongest. Right, that would probably have been during Z, because obviously during the original Dragon Ball, I think Tien was an T- uber enemy. Yeah, Tien was like uh, Piccolo just before Piccolo showed up. Mm-hmm. 
Now, um, the little mime motherfucker that goes along with him, there's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What was that? Uh, Chow, Chow something? Chow Su. Chow Su. Chow Su. Looking like goddamn Mr. Popo blackface character. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, have you ever watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged? Abridged? No. Yes. I love that series because it is a comical retake of the series and shrunk it down by what the name says. But it tells the story better, too. It's like, I think, uh, and I never remember the name of the person who created Dragon Ball Z. I kind of do, but I will butcher his name if I try to. Hold on. Uh, Let me look it up. You can look it up, but oh, maybe you can pronounce it because I usually butcher it. Uh, but anyway, they just do the series so much better. And because they've seen the whole series through, they're able to kind of put things in like, this is what you're going to see in the future. And I, I just, I love that. I love that. Actually, speaking of series and all that stuff, uh, there's a new uh, like Netflix out there. Kind of, actually, it's cr- created by uh, Crunchyroll. It's called VRV. Have you heard of it? Actually, we may have talked about it at the last show. I can't remember. VRV? VRV. No. It is a new streaming app that combines Funimation, Crunchyroll, uh, Fredinator, and a few other places, and it just oh. like it allows you to watch all their stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I think I heard about it, but it wasn't being called VRV. It was just Verve. Oh, Verve. I I've been calling it VRV. I guess it's Verve. Yeah, but that's also where you can see a lot of the cyanide and happiness. Ye- I've seen them being promoted from uh, the shorts. Hmm. I, I. Yeah, aren't they free though? Well, I guess you know. There's a lot of stuff on. Uh, Verve that's free. Well, I mean, there's the shorts, but then there's also the Cyanide and Happiness show, which is on Verve, and uh, some of the stuff from Geek and Sundry, I think, is on there, too. So, it's incorporating... Nerdist. Nerdist is on there as well. It's incorporating a lot of the YouTube channels, but definitely more the uh, geek, nerd, uh, some may even say dork variety. Uh, Yeah, well, Harmon's Quest, which is... uh, They're playing Dungeons & Dragons, so yeah, yeah, a little bit nerd (laughs) variety on there. It it leans a little to the left, yes. I I found uh, a show on there, and I had heard about it a while back, but I never really dug deeper into it. You ever hear of The Last Man? The Last Man? Yes. Not The Last Man on Earth, on Fox. No, it's just called The Last Man. Uh, It is actually... And I end up just... few days ago i knew nothing about it as of today i know way too much about it and i'm still diving in deeper as i can get uh basically it was a comic book created in 2013 in france and became very very popular it's almost uh similar to i'm trying to think of the name of that uh, anime where fist of the north star oh uh except what slight differences like they're I haven't read the comic yet, so I can't speak too much about the comic just yet, even though I just said, like, oh, I've dived so much deeper into this. <laughs> it's like, uh, I know everything from the first page. Uh, I know about the comic, uh, but mostly what made me dive into it was on Friday, I binge-watched The Last Man on Verve. Okay. Now, unfortunately, what I found out is The Last Man is a prequel to the comic book. Oh, okay, so it's an offshoot. Yes. Like an, uh, what is it, uh, OVA sort of stuff. Yes. All right. But it was really, really good. The, each episode's around 10 to 12 minutes, um, 26 in total, and it is fucked up. Like, uh, if you're ever offended by any of the things you hear us say, like, fuck, shit, and damn, my God, will this show offend you? Uh, well, I'll put the, you this way. One of the episodes is titled, Get Out of My Mother. <coughs> and and this, this show is... <laughs> Sorry, folks, that's just me having the little time swallowing that. Um, <laughs> it, and it's not even, like, that raunchy. Just from the name, you're probably thinking, oh, it's some sort of comical. There's comedy in it, but it's actually super serious as well. It's it's very well done. It's an intriguing story. Um, just to give a little synopsis of it, it's about a uh, a character who's kind of a bum, like the, the last man you would pick to do anything because he's lazy as fuck. But uh, he's strong, he's got a decent heart. You know, the usual stuff of an anime. Like uh, y- Yusuke uh, from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. Uh, it, was the character's name Yusuke in that? Crap, now I can't remember. Anyway, the main character, Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, 
And basically, he ends up getting involved with uh, saving this little girl who is being like pursued by all these different things. And I won't go deeper than that because the story just unravels more and more as you go along. You think you kind of see where things are going, and it just gets more and more and more fucked up. It, it, along with the fact that this character himself, from a moral standpoint, as much of a good guy as he is, he's also pretty fucked up. He's French. <laughs> well, I mean, that's been you know nothing great to start off from anyways but and i say that wanting to go to paris sometime this year not, not to offend the french no but no. but <laughs> like if i happen to go there for my birthday like i originally planned please don't hit me at the airport with anything no baguettes but... <laughs> yeah we make fun of the french almost every other country makes fun of ours so who cares <laughs> <laughs> well i mean uh yeah, no, we we need some scapegoat. It's either that or Australia. Hey, who, who who hates America? Well, let me just pull out Yakko's uh, world song, and I'll just let that play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till that series comes back. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I mean, Animaniacs is coming back. Do you know anything about the the reboot? I know that it's already being greenlit for two seasons. So it's two seasons <laughs> two right off the, the bat. bat. Two wow. from the bat. Um, and I believe it is going to have most, if not all, of the original voice cast. Nice. And uh, this is, of course, coming off of the heels that Animaniacs, as well as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky and the Brain, Pinky Elmira and the Brain, all of that is now on Hulu. So you can go ahead and rerun all of your Warner Brothers loveliness. Uh, marathon it for a weekend if you have to. I have already watched a couple of Tiny Toon Adventure episodes myself. As well as the hour and a half movie, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, because that's just nostalgia for me. As for Animaniacs, oh, I, I, I pray I don't get back into that just yet, because that'll just soak up my life. I, I don't know why, but I like Tiny Toons a lot more than Animaniacs as a kid. Like, I couldn't really... I watched Animaniacs, but I never got into it as far as I did Tiny Toons. Well, see, that's funny, because I think the person you are now would probably appreciate more of the Animaniacs humor than you probably would have as a kid, because Animaniacs was one of those shows where it kind of satirized more of, like, Hollywood and that kind of stuff, whereas Tiny Toon Adventures was a nice place for kids to go and find somebody that they could relate to and follow those kinds of adventures. You know, nuts being the adults we are now and the fact that we have this experience in, like, filmmaking and acting in the movie industry and, you know, we have this knowledge of movies and everything. I think if you watch Animaniacs now at this age, you're going to, like, get every single fucking reference. Whereas before, you were just wondering, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Who are these <laughs> actors? Why is it all black and white sometimes? What the hell's going on? You know? Oh, it yeah. it kind of had, like, that little love letter to Hollywood that, like, La La Land was instilling, like, way, way, way back. But now you can get it. Now it all clicks. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I do not want to move away from Animaniacs, but you just remind me of something. I want to bring it up before it's off my mind. What? So someone started a new channel on Facebook, and maybe it's beyond that. Maybe uh, Nickelodeon's actually doing this. But someone created a something called uh, Not Safe for Work. Uh, Nick Shows Were Weird, or something like that. <laughs> Um, basically they're going back towards old Nicktoons from the nineties and pointing out all the adult humor that like they kind of snuck in there and no one got. Now uh, there are the obvious ones, the Rocco one with the sex calls, the, uh, uh, Helga's, uh, girlhood and all that. About 50% of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Yeah. But there was Ren and, most of Ren and Stimpy was fucked up, but you know, I watched Ren and Stimpy and I didn't get the jokes as a kid <laughs> and someone posted a video of one of the jokes and I totally went over my head as a kid it's just like i can't bl and i remember the episode when they played it's like i remember watching that which I can't. one this was uh it was like stippy and i forget if it was a cousin or something like that but uh it's this other cat that kind of looks like oh no i think it's like ren's cousin or something like that and uh stimpy's in the closet with his cat litter and this character comes in and sits in the cat litter with stimpy and as they're kind of playing around, Stimpy looks at the audience, goes, "Hey, this is private," and closes the <laughs> uh, closes the closet. And they go, "Hey, we should play circus. Look at me, I'm a sword swallower." <laughs> and I was like, "I remember that line. 
I did not know what that meant. <laughs> Is it that you didn't know what a sword swallower was, or no? I knew what a actual sword swallower. Well, was. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, did you not know what a sword swallower was? Period. I knew what a sword swallower was. Like, oh, I guess they're playing circus. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my thought as a kid. But again, it's like I can't believe I never thought about this again in like twenty years. Well. I mean, that one can probably be a little forgiven. I mean, how many people actually use the term sword swallower nowadays, or even back during our younger adolescence, where it would have clicked? I mean, that's like a really obscure use of a word. It, yeah, it, it, you're right about that. But it was still just like sort of like a, like, a, you're right moment. Yeah. I, but then again, I guess when people finally pointed out that Rocco worked for a sex line, that was a, yeah. like... That's it. But I'm just saying, well. like, in regards to that joke, like, if, if Stimpy had said something about, you know, watch me juggle these balls, you know, that'd be a different story. That, I'm like, okay, but Sword well, Swallower, no. Nah. Well, after they said Sword Swallower, there were sound effects. <laughs> like, all, like. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're looking for that, I definitely know that it's on Facebook. Uh, it's uh, got the initials for Not Safe for Work, which is uh, NS... Uh, FW. I had to think about that there for a second. Uh, I think it's called Nick Show's. Uh, I I forget what the F is for, but weird. And that's on Facebook. It's yeah, I caught it on Facebook. All right, but I don't know if Nick is officially doing. It, it sounded like a Nick announcer doing it. No, so. but I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of television coming up on Facebook Watch. Like they're actually trying to make themselves more like a YouTube sort of thing now. Really. You know, like, separate from Facebook, this is all Facebook watch material, and it's like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. Obviously, we've seen it already with the WWE and the Mixed Match Challenge. That's true. Uh, then again, you know, recently, uh, some stuff over at Facebook, they're talking about maybe stepping back a little bit from all this promotional with uh, with their service, and which might actually cut into a lot of this. So it was a discussion like the last week or two, but I haven't heard much more about it since then. Have you heard about this at all? Or? No, no, no. I just say like a lot of new shows that are being called like, you know, Facebook's, Facebook Watch original shows or original content. So I guess that's kind of like, uh, you know, places are now trying to create themselves as an outlet because of all the bullshit that's happening with YouTube. No, no, I understand that, but what I'm saying is now Facebook is looking at that and going, they don't, I, it almost feels like they don't want that. But again, this is, this is one of those things, as you've listened to eight episodes of the show so far, where I say something that I'm so sure of, and then you look it up for yourselves and realize I'm full of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a possibility you might be right, because obviously it's a relatively new venture that they're going into. It's... You know, Facebook's never been the kind of person, or the kind of place, not person, right? oh, for all we know, it probably is sentient at this point, but <laughs> Facebook has never been the kind of place to go ahead and be like, oh, well, we'll we're just going to test some things out and move in slowly. No, whenever they go ahead and make a change, they just, boom, updated, you're dealing with it. Oh, yeah. All right, so they're, they're very um, shoot from the hip in that respect. Yeah, and that's, that's always been a fun aspect of them, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Lord knows it's made it lively, and, you know, they've yeah. certainly done plenty to make it more of a, a multimedia platform rather than just a place to see where people are eating and, you know, what bullshit they have to talk about. Yeah, I remember the days before the uh, the news feed, and when news feed got put in there, everyone was like, I don't want people seeing what I'm talking about. That was private. And I but don't want to see what? all these people. I just wanted to friend them. I don't want to care what they're doing. And now that's pretty much the basis of what social media has grown from. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so you can't say they're not on the uh, the tip of the scale there. You know, they're yeah. definitely moving things. And when they move things, it's usually in their favor. Now, thinking back about it, it's like I don't even remember how MySpace works anymore. Did MySpace, MySpace didn't have that tool. I think MySpace was you had to go to a friend's Facebook uh, MySpace page. Yeah, pretty much. Like, whatever you posted, it was kind of like just a vlog or, a, you know, your own little blog and everything where what you posted, whatever status is, boom, that's what it was. And if you wanted notifications as to whether or not someone posted a status or posted a picture, you could do that, and that would be up in the little corner, but that doesn't mean it would be automatically the first thing you saw. But, you know, just reflecting on some of the stuff and social media over the last 15 years... 
when MySpace came out, and I don't know what your reaction was to MySpace, but me, I, I had had a website uh, since 1996, mm-hmm. uh, one shape or another. So I was like, who cares about MySpace? I don't need a MySpace. I already have my Angel Fires and my Tripods. <laughs> and, was, and by that point, I think I even had the official server. But, you know, now you go and you look, and most people don't even bother to get a website anymore. It's like, well, follow my Facebook. Go on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Check out my Instagram. Here's my YouTube page. Well, because it's that, that's free even and more user-friendly. Yeah. We don't have a website. We, we're based off Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. Um, and and maybe some others that... in the future. Well, or think... now, if depending when you're listening on this. <laughs> Just be very preemptive about it, yes. But, I mean, it makes sense because whereas a website usually had to have all these little things to it. You had to have, like, the certain stuff for pictures, certain stuff for videos, certain stuff for postings and contacts and all that. Now, there's practically an app for everything that you would have needed on a website. So, really, all you have to do is have, like, one central page, which is usually free on Facebook. You don't have to pay for a URL or any of that other stuff. And you just have all the links go from there. It's so user-friendly. Actually, in fact, that's how my website is built. And uh, just to mention this real quick, I was on another podcast. Yes, I kind of betrayed you for a little bit. Um, (gasps) Dun, 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 dun. You bastard! But I promoted us. Okay, fine. (laughs) So anyway, I started promoting us about it and saying, oh, you can check out my Projects Tuesdays with JT here. You can check out JT and Big O here. And then finally went, you know what? Just go to videogeekjt.com. All the links are there to all our stuff, mm-hmm. and which is true. Right. So, so that's that, – but that's I, – I pay for the server for like the last 15 years. I, I just realized I didn't use uh, past tense there correctly. Anyway <laughs> uh, – I have this gigantic server, and I only use one page on it now for links. <laughs> well, I think that's also the other part of it, because with a website, it's almost creating more work for the user, because now they actually have to go ahead, get this website, type it in, save it, create maybe a little shortcut on the homepage, whereas everything else is usually through an app that they're probably already using to begin with, so they just have to go ahead, search, boom, done, and it's always there. It's not something any extra work that they have to do on their own. So, I hate to say it's because the culture has become a little bit more online lazy, but that's really what it's gearing towards. I think you're really right about that, and I think it goes beyond that. It's almost like uh, technology lazy. Uh, You know, when we were growing up, we grew up in the technology age, so we knew so much about computers and this and that that our parents didn't know. But that's because we were basically the beta testers. Correct. But now you get the new generation coming, and you figure, oh, they're going to know more than we do now at this point. And you talk to them, and they know less. Mm -hmm. Because all these things have been so simplified that they don't bother to learn a lot of it. Yeah, unless they're going to go into an IT field, they'll know how to go in and type in, like, you know, WinSys or any of that other stuff to actually troubleshoot their stuff. And even then, if they deem me to trouble it, it's not something that they have to necessarily take into their brain. They can just go on YouTube and find a video of someone else doing it and copy, paste, repeat. Yeah, but it do, some of these people might not even know how to do copy and paste. That's because, <laughs> because I think it's a, lot, a mouse click. It's not even that hard. I'm not even saying you have to use the keyboard commands. I feel like computers are becoming less and less necessary, and more people are relying on their phones and relying on their iPads. Oh, not, it's like that tablet commercial that came out. Oh, the one about the iPad Pro. Yeah, with the little girl that's walking around with it and doing all these great things with it, and then she's like, you know, what you doing on your computer? What's well, a computer? Oh, you dumb! <laughs> I'm sorry, but god damn it! We're really getting to that point. That okay, fine. Maybe it's a little bit different than a computer, but it is a computer. Yes. If if you have a screen and a keyboard and you're going, duh, 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 it's a computer. I don't care what kind of format it looks like. Your smartphone, it's a computer. Yes. It is more a computer than it is an actual phone, but we call it a phone because. It was built off of a phone. There were multiple types of computers. There's a desktop. There's a laptop. There's a mobile device. But they're all computers. You know, it was a funny thing I was thinking about the other day. Um, you, what we're doing right now, podcast. Mm-hmm. Where did the name podcast come from? Uh, well, at least I, someone will correct me. Like, you're wrong, but I believe it came from iPod. Yeah. And no one uses iPods anymore. At least not many. The Most people are now iPhones and smartphones and all that stuff. But now you're also seeing things that are streaming. So they're doing streamcasts. 
and they're taking podcasts and making vlog casts with the video. So they're already but, taking the terminology and skewing it enough to create other yeah. things. Uh, with podcasts, especially us, because, you know, uh, we're audio-based, but we at times are video-based, too. A lot of our stuff's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but we call the podcast. Uh, when I did the uh, Film Yap podcast, and by the way, check out Film Yap on uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to do a double promotional You're there. promotional whore. <laughs> if, I, if I can make money off it, I'll sell it. Uh, which I'm not making money off of it. <laughs> and you'll still sell it, you cheap slut. <laughs> <laughs> your face oh my god those on youtube you got to see it <laughs> those on audio you'll have to imagine it uh but anyway uh yeah so we were on uh we were broadcasting most of that on facebook now it is a podcast it is on soundcloud and that's where you can download it and listen to it in your car and all that stuff but for the most part we had cameras in front of our faces too and we were streaming it live on facebook mm -hmm. so it is it does get skewed a lot yeah, but that's the that's the way of technology. I mean, we've had computers for um, ever since like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, we still use that term, but now there's just so many offshoots. It's yeah. Well, even PC does does most. You know what? When well, that's just personal computer. I, I like that too. It's like this is your personal computer, and then you go to work, and uh, it's like, oh, uh, we have uh, you have to use the PC to do this and that. But well, that's not my personal computer. That's my work computer. Yeah, that's the <laughs> office computer. Yes, that's a, that's an OC. But <laughs> welcome to the OC. <laughs> but I mean, California. Oh, yeah, I California. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> no, but I don't even know where I was going with this now. Where did we even start with this conversation? How did we get into this conversation? I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me backtrack a little. Tiny Toon Adventures in Animaniacs. <laughs> Something about that. Yeah. <laughs> How, I, I like when you do that, when you're like, we're talking about PCs. How did we get into this? Oh, cartoons. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, we're, and not even the ones that you download illegally. Oh, there's some, too. Uh, YouTube, how it changed the world. Remember uh, before 2005, or if you wanted to find a video online, you had to spend like two to three hours downloading it? Oh, God. <laughs> and you'd see like the little bar like slowly coming down, just like with the pictures and... You know, it was like it, seeing the screen come up is like showing the progress. Yeah. Like, just end, end. And then there'd be like the one little black strip right there at the bottom. And it's like, it's 99% done, but it's still not done. And you can't click play until it's all the way done. It's not even like you have a little bit to walk with. <laughs> and then he became Donald Trump. <clears throat> but it. Not that I'm bitter. I'm not bitter. No. <laughs> it, it's over. It's over. But uh, no, just how YouTube has changed the world now, and even that. Well, can I get into this? Um, Go because ahead. again, we're media people, and we broadcast on YouTube and other places. Uh, and then there's people there who are making money. Now, I'm I'm in a middle ground with that. Uh, I I know I have a lot of friends who are against YouTubers making money. Mm -hmm. uh, almost like oh, you're you're uh, you're trying to rip us off. Almost. Like, they're not, but they have this impression, like, you're just trying to take our money and stuff like that. It's like, they're giving you free content. It's like, yeah. either you can pay them or not pay them. Don't don't worry about it. Well, that's the difference between the YouTube and YouTube Red. You know, YouTube Red is something where the actual viewer would have to pay something, but people make revenue on YouTube, not even necessarily through people watching the videos. They're not getting anything off that. It's through AdSense, and it's through merchandise, primarily. And if that's the case, you know, at least when you're doing the merchandise angle, you're still getting something physical, tangible, meaningful for your money's worth. And it just happens that a part of that proceed goes to the people who are viewing, who are taking care of the video. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the same thing as if you watch wrestling like we do and you go ahead and buy the shirts of your favorite wrestlers. You know, we can go ahead and we can be watching the, t the content on cable and on the WE network when it's not even our account. You know, we're using somebody else's. So technically, we're watching for free, but we're still going ahead and contributing if we have to. So there's not, it's, it's really apples to apples. True. But it's, I guess, on the other end, too, which I was uh, another thing I wanted to get at was uh, you're talking about YouTube Red. Uh, with the actual 
YouTube, you know, some people, there's ways of making money, and people keep complaining about how YouTube changes the ways that people earn money. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like that, too. It's like, I think if you are looking to make money off of it, you should not be relying off YouTube ads. Like, right. rely, like use it the tool for what it is, a free place to post your videos and share other locations. I think you should be trying to find your own ad revenue from there. Right. Sort of like uh, I believe Nostalgia Critic does, where he does the promotionals for Stardust. And, uh, <laughs> I okay, I have to ask about this one. I was watching one of his videos recently, and he, was pr- he spent two minutes promoting a Tux place in Chicago. Or no, it wasn't Chicago. It was an actual online one. Right. But, but it was like, I don't care. I don't want to watch this. But I think the tie-in was... You know, you can get the same tux, you can get the same outfit that the Nostalgia Critic wears on every episode. Yes, and it's fun enough, but not two minutes long. It's usually whatever they're going to say. Like, you have to make a two-minute commercial, and by doing that, we can give you this much. It's like, can we cut it down to, like, a minute 30? No, we want this much airtime. That's usually how advertising works. It, yeah, but you know, it's you gotta also you gotta kind of mix, uh, balance it out between what your audience is gonna watch versus that commercial, right? Like even with TV, it's well, you know how TV works back in the day, at least. Uh, let's say they put a movie on ABC. That first commercial is two <laughs> minutes long. Mm-hmm. At the climax, when somehow in the last fifteen minutes they stuck in three commercial breaks, and each one of them is somewhere between five to eight minutes long. Yeah. They they know their market. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's but that's hedging the climax of the film. You know they're gonna stick around and watch on exactly. That. that that's what I'm saying. You know you can get away with an eight minute commercial because they're not gonna leave at that point. Right. But at the same time, with Nostalgia Critic, it's like as much as I love them, it's like I don't want to watch. I don't know if I'm gonna stick around for two minutes worth of that. But then again, the beauty of YouTube is you could skip it as well. Right. Not to mention you're only getting that really that one chunk commercial break in between the first half and the second half of the episode it's not really broken up throughout you're starting in the episode you go in about 12 to 15 minutes you get uh, a two to three minute commercial break for whatever he's promoting whether it be stardust which i am a member of or something else like you the tuxedo whore. yes i am <laughs> I, i'm my man enough to admit it i have i'm clean so it's all good but <laughs> But then you get the rest of the episode, and then the credits, and then afterwards he talks about the charity shout-out, and that's pretty much it. So, it's like a a slight little inconvenience for the amount of content that you're actually getting within that good chunk. It is, it is. I, I guess, maybe that's my one irritation, though, but it's, it, is a, it is admittedly a very minor one. But the thing is, we're also working off of like a Netflix culture, you know, they just want to go ahead, they want to watch the whole thing, and that be it, no commercials. Even Hulu, which does have commercials for a lot of its content, now it goes with a commercial-free option if you want to pay a little bit extra, which I don't mind, you know. I'll watch the commercials. I'll let them play. That's a good time to go take a bathroom break if necessary. <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, for me, as someone who works in media, I, I like being able to pay where I can. Like, I will pay for a Netflix service, or I will buy... If I'm going to watch something that I can't get normally, I will probably put money out there for it. I won't... Back in the day, before I had a job, before I knew things, I might have torrented some stuff. These days, though, I just... I make the purchase because I want to support stuff. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. I still torrent stuff. You know, I'll, I'll still use, what? like... What? You do What? That's illegal. I don't promote any of that on this show. <laughs> I never share. I simply download. <laughs> it's still technically illegal. <laughs> it's only illegal if you're in the distribution of copyrighted material. I don't distribute anything. I simply download it. Mm, it no, it's still illegal. They only go after you if you're distributing. Well, they don't know my login, so fuck <laughs> it. Yes, they do. They're they're the government. (laughs) (laughs) Not with as much as my thing updates, and I'm not even going to say which app I use. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) No, I do not promote any of what Ryan said. What? I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying, you know, there's a reason I'm able to get the certain music and content that I do for my videos. I will admit, I will not be someone who does that and steals things and downloads it. But if someone wants to pass it along to me. <laughs> oh. Now, question. Do you know this person that's passing it along to you? Yes. Or does it happen to be a random stranger who just happens to have the content available and is uh, 
pretty much putting it out there like a yard sale for free. And if you happen to walk by, come along. Person pick I it know. Up. Oh, Person so, I know. So you would never do it from a stranger? No. All right. Antisocial. <laughs> well, duh. You know me have for how long now? <laughs> <laughs> You're working on it. Obviously, this is this whole thing here is a step in the right direction. But I'm shocked I do this. Like I actually, uh, not not to mix podcasts because I don't really like doing this. But I, I did get invited recently to by uh, my friend Scott to be on his podcast, Film Yap, and the fact that it was like, really, you want me? Like I do a podcast, but really, you want me? <laughs> I just, I don't consider myself talent. I don't. I'd never really considered myself the person in front of the camera or in front of the microphone. Well, I never really considered myself to be the person behind the camera or anything, but you know, I just wanted to be an actor, period. But if it's something I learned, that's learned it from uh, my one guy, Bradley. You know, nowadays, if you want to be any kind of personality, you have to be the one to put yourself out into it. You can't rely on other people to go ahead and do things for you. That's why he does his own films. That's why I started doing mine. Yeah. Whether it's... Uh, stuff on youtube or whether it's the short films that you've seen or you know even just going ahead and being on the stardust app it's it's something that i'm putting myself out there in and i have control over that i am the man behind the the mirror i i see all but no one sees me you know <laughs> but i, I see that there's definitely benefits of that. that that is definitely a good thing it's uh because you know you are in control and you don't have to worry about someone bailing on your that's that's actually the only reason i am talent like i'd never want to do stuff in front of the camera or the microphone but i realized that i'm never gonna quit on myself in the middle of a show right. well maybe i will but <laughs> usually i'm pretty sure depends on where the topic goes i'm pretty confident that i will be reliable to myself right <laughs> i am 99 percent sure that i'm not gonna flake on myself <laughs> However, there are those moments where the voices in my head are just like, you know what, just go away for a second. And the mind will go, but the body will stay. Yes. And then you'll just be like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, webcomic artists uh, do that all the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um. I, I gotta say, we have really tracked a lot of information for this first episode of 2018. This is. Yeah. Like, we, we've covered ground. And we didn't even get into like anything that's too current eventy. And the best part about this, and one of the reasons I love doing this podcast with you, um, I, I've been on some, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I've done I've done some other podcasts, and we'll plan everything out, and still be like, where do we go from here on this show? You and I, literally, we I I asked you about doing this episode two days ago. We were supposed to do it in a totally different way than what we're doing it right now. It wasn't even like planning to do the episode. We just wanted to test out some technology to make sure that for future episodes, we had something workable. Yeah. And, and that failed. Yes, miserably. <laughs> we, we, we are, uh, yeah, I don't even know where to go with that. Just technology sucks sometimes. I mean, we've always bad internet ahead. connections. Well, we've always promoted ourselves as being an experimental right. broadcast. You know, and we... We're always trying everything. We're and just episode by episode, we add a little bit of tech, we add a little bit more format, and now we're pretty much to the point where it's like we have options. It's just which ones actually work. Right, but it, it is still like I have to talk about how you and I could just sit. Like literally, you asked me like, "What are we going to talk about?" And I said, like, "Let's wing it." We've been talking for somewhere between 35 to 40 minutes so far, so far with no plan in mind on what we're actually going to talk about. I think the we came up with two things. We haven't even touched base on those ones yet. No, not yet. <laughs> so and will we? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on one podcast and I, I came up with some ideas and then we actually didn't even need it. And the person tried to push those ideas through and then I was like, no, no, no! Stop! Let's stop. Yeah, no, no. It's it's fine if you're like doing something like say an interview. And with an interview, you want to go ahead. You have like certain topics that you want to touch on, and yeah, maybe you have to like cut off or you know and you know really push yourself into something or push yourself in between someone's uh, dialogue in order to keep things flowing. But when you're doing something like we're doing, and it's pretty much all off the cuff. You know, you can easily go from one topic to another, to another, to another, to another, to another, to another. Maybe even go back to the first one. You know, just make it full circle. And still have the original stuff that you want to talk about just lying in wait. It's almost like when you do what we do, 
having the set topics is almost backup. You know, yeah. it, it's it's a parachute if necessary in case any of the other stuff starts to fly off the handle or delve into the material <laughs> that we shouldn't be talking about. And it's like, okay, so just to, you know, freshen things up, let's go to this. And then we can stream off of that. Yes. There's a beauty to it. There's almost a nuance to it. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what they even add on to that one, so let's go into <laughs> one of those topics. <laughs> All right. Um, well, obviously, and if want... anyone that's been watching us for some time, you know, we are big wrestling fans, mm-hmm. you know, and there's been quite a few things going on this weekend, especially with this weekend, uh, as the time of us uh, recording this, it's Royal Rumble weekend, the road to WrestleMania, the start of the season, and we've already had a couple of things come up that could just, you know, detract from the, the spectacle that it is. Uh, one of them being sexual assault allegations, just like everything else. Um, obviously, there we had a couple of these things already last year. Uh, most likely, um, Rich Swan uh, from the cruiserweight division of WWE. He ended up getting suspended after some uh, domestic issues with his girlfriend. At but the I, time. B- I believe they were dropped, so he is actually back on the roster. Well, he's been well, he was suspended. He was simply suspended. Yeah, but I believe he's now like he's active again. Like they right. took him off suspension. Which he you know who knows he may even be an entrant in the Royal Rumble, a, a quickie entrant, but possibly one there just to show his return. But uh, speaking of the cruiserweight division, then you also have someone like the current <laughs> or most recent cruiserweight champion. Enzo Amore being just completely fired due to allegations stemming from, uh, I believe, a uh, a night at a strip club when he got a little bit too handsy. Yeah, I, I think reading that and stuff, and like, yeah, it's, it's simply an allegation at this point, but I think once I read that, it's like, you know what, I think I'm done with Enzo now, too. It's like you always hear the stories about Enzo backstage. No one liked him. There was always problems. Yeah. But they didn't want to fire him because he was so popular with the crowd. He was marketable, certainly. But after that, and even what what the woman say? Like I think uh, she was talking about how she didn't want to do anything with him, mm-hmm. and he pretty much was like, "You know how many Instagram followers I have? You better suck that dick." <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be paraphrasing a little bit, that, but no, that but is more or less the line. It's a very good paraphrase, though. It's like, it's like, how many Instagram followers do I have? What? What? <laughs> like, of, of all the things to use to convince somebody, not the fact that you're on television, not the fact that you're a champion in a sports entertainment industry, not the fact that you're on, uh, you know, one of the highest paid and most marketable people in the company. No. I Instagram followers is your way to get your dick sucked. <laughs> do you do you see what we were talking about about like you know internet dumb, yes. internet stupid? This this is what it's come to. He's an idiot. He it's just like I after I read that line, it's like I don't know if this is true or not, but if it's true, I am definitely done with him, uh, Enzo. <laughs> it's not even the idiot of be like the IG thing. You're an idiot if you go ahead and you already know that you're on shaky ground. You've seen the reports. You know how the other uh, talent treats you. You know that if it wasn't for the fact that you had these fans clamoring for you and tuning in because the minute you go on a show, ratings shoot up. You know you know you have that clout. If you go ahead and you do shit to possibly get you in any sort of bad circumstance, you are stupid just to be putting yourself out there. Well, we are talking about a guy whose initials looks like a penis. Regardless. But... <sighs> Seriously, uh, children, and he will sign your autographs, A.E., and make it look like a penis and a set of balls. <sighs> Some people just don't have common sense, and he doesn't have it, and we knew he wasn't going to last that long. He ultimate warrior himself, worse than ultimate warrior ever did. <laughs> it's just a shame. You know what the biggest shame about it is? He was basically the only major New Jersey representative. Oh, God. He's a New Jersey representative. That's even worse. New York, New Jersey area, for sure. Hackensack. So he was New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, we do have other ones from Jersey. Mostly women. DDP? Actually, DDP doesn't even live in New Jersey anymore. I don't know if he counts. No, no, no. I'm talking about current roster. Who's Who's from Jersey? We've got Sonya Deville. Oh. And we've got Liv Morgan. I don't know Liv Morgan. Um... 
I don't watch NXT. I, I hate to say it. No, no, no. To the wrestling she, fans She's out there. Um, part of the Riot Squad on SmackDown. Oh. She's the blonde. I may not just watch wrestling in general that, that much these days. I, I don't have time. I'm in bed by 6 o'clock. All the shows come on at 8. I, I literally only watched the first 20 minutes of the 25th anniversary of Raw. Which, which, by the way, was the only 20 minutes worth watching, and I knew it. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not true. That is not true. Steve Austin, Stunning Vince, that's all I needed. And Shane. Well, and first Shane. Shane, then Vince, then Shane again. <laughs> and not saying a word the whole time, which was a little upsetting. That, that was the best. I even thought of that later. It's like Steve Austin didn't even talk. He just came out, stunned people, and left. Drank yes. beer and left. Yes, that, that is a shirt. We all know it. <laughs> However, you cannot tell me that that is better then the DX slash click and Balor Club to Sweeting in the middle of the ring at the Manhattan Center. Yes, it was. You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the moment I'm like, hey, yeah, wow. The ba- uh, oh, Colin Balor Club, we know they're the Bullet Club. Yeah. Actually uh, teaming with DX approving it. It's You know what? It's funny, too, because the current Bullet Club on the Indies... Uh, Young Bucks, uh, Cody Rhodes, and uh, Kenny Omega mm-hmm. have do not have approval to do that. Matter of fact, they yeah. were sued for it. Yeah, I know. That... But Finn Balor and... Uh, Anderson and Gallows. Yeah, they perfectly allowed. Yeah, the only thing that would have made it even sweeter is if somehow they could have gotten AJ from the Barclays over the Manhattan Center in time. <laughs> But they did not. No, no. But obviously but, they have the angle that they're doing, so they have to keep it separate. Yeah, but Kevin and uh, Kevin and Sean O'Reilly kind of gave their tip of their hat to them on an episode of uh, Table for Three. Kevin Nash, really? Yeah, Kevin Nash okay. and Sean Michaels. And, and more Kevin Nash than anything, saying like when he saw AJ Styles doing the two sweet, he's like, "Oh, that's not a scrub. That's a real champion who's doing it." Like I approve of that. Well, I mean to that. And, I mean, Kevin Nash was really the only one of those three that had worked with AJ back on Impact, right? That's true as well. Yeah, so, I mean, he's had the first-hand experience, of course, which is great. You know, I mean, his legs may be good for nothing, but at least his, <laughs> his uh, endorsement still stands. I, you know, I, I know Kevin Nash was the Roman Reigns of the 1990s, but I always, <laughs> always kind of like... Wait, 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 Kevin Nash was the Roman Reigns of the 90s? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, God. He was champion for WWE for a year, and no one wanted him to be the champion. No yes, one cared but after, for him. The, after that year, he kind of just scooted off. Yeah, he got better. Like, he went to, he became part of the NWO, and he wasn't the face the NWO Hogan was. Right. But, you know, he was, for that year, he was the Roman Reigns. And that was the mid-90s, so I'm counting it. Right, but that's the thing. <laughs> that was just one year. We are still dealing with Roman years on end. By the way, so how how did you like since this episode is coming out after the Royal Rumble? So how did you like watching Roman Reigns win the title or win the Royal Rumble tonight? Oh fuck you <laughs> I, and your mother! You know what? I'm going to keep that in, and it's going to be true. No, and I'm going to laugh. No, 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 no. They will not. <laughs> they will not do that again in Philadelphia. They will not do that again in Philadelphia. They remember what happened last time they did that in Philadelphia. Why does the Rumble keep coming in Philadelphia? Because they know they can get a good audience reaction one way or another. But they re- th- no, if they if they have learned that lesson, they will not do it again. They will not do it again. Well, where, where are the sub championship matches? It's going to be Brock and uh, Roman Reigns. That's a given. But who's the WWE championship? Because that's the only other person. Who oh, wait, for the Rumble or for WrestleMania? For WrestleMania, who, oh. who who's like the uh, the the forerunner? Because I, I I don't know who it is. Well, I mean, someone on SmackDown. Aside from the Universal Championship, the WWE Championship. Oh, uh, Nakamura. Is, so I think yeah. he he's like one of the top guys to possibly win the Rumble. Well, it really depends on what happens th- with this. If you've got either Sammy or Kevin as champ after tonight, then yeah, they'll probably be pushing Nakamura or something like that. But well, Kevin's got a bad back. I don't know if they risk putting uh, the title on him at the moment. And Sammy is that, no, it, but the thing is, they'd be co-champions. So I mean. Kevin will be the one touting it around, and he'll be sending Zammy to do all the matches. I don't want them to do that WWE Championship. I know they did it with the Divas back in the day. I really don't want dual WWE Oh, with uh, Laycool? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I mean, no. I mean, I mean, they had co-champions even before that because you had 
what Jericho and China for the Intercontinental. Yeah, but that was the Intercontinental. It's not the WWE. The WWE Championship has gotten been around so much over the years. It's like I want it just to kind of stand for the prestige that it's had. Which would be fine if they actually went ahead and did something like that with it. But the thing is, it's almost like the the replacement title for whenever Brock isn't around with the Universal Belt. Pretty much. It'd, be, it'd probably be a little bit different if you actually had the Universal Belt on Raw more often, competed for more often, rather than being hijacked by Brock. So that this way, the fact that it's like uh, the whole mentality of... Um, you know, but the buildup is going to the less it's there, the more you miss it. But the buildup is going to be amazing. It's this year long buildup is going to build to Roman Reigns taken away. Isn't it? Aren't you excited about that, Ryan? Aren't you happy for that? I swear to God, if you say it one more time, I'm going <laughs> to Superman punch you myself. <laughs> Just remember, dun 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 dun. <laughs> <Get him>! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, 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 no. So what about the women's uh, match? Uh, the women's rumble. Oh, thank yeah. God for that. Okay, so I, again, I don't want to get too deep into this because this, you're listening to this episode the night after. We have not watched it yet. We don't know who the winners are in this recording. No, you but, do but if you're wrestling there's only predictions, if nothing else. Yeah, they're predictions for something that happened. It, it's like <laughs> it's like us giving a weather report after it's rained. It's it's like we know we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I didn't even necessarily want to touch on the Rumble, to be honest, because there's even bigger news in the Rumble this week in regards to the WWE. Yeah, well, the one that we touched, right, or the XFL. Oh, XFL coming back in 2020 because that's necessary. Did you watch the live uh, video? <laughs> no, I did not, think. I God. did. I, I actually, I'd be fair, I came in two minutes, so Vince was pretty much done with his whole spiel, so I didn't actually hear what he had to say about the XFL, but I got to see him talk to the reporters. By the way, which it was kind of cool, I won't say which company I work for, but my company got on there like twice, and I was like, yay, company. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, one, he had he doesn't know what he wants to do with this goddamn football company. No. He just knows, I want to bring it back. It's going to be a real football company this time, and it's uh, we're going to play by the rules, but we're going to it's still going to be a real sport. The only thing that really came out of it was talking about like that players had to stand for the national anthem. That was the only thing he's he was almost making like a definitive in there. So basically, he's making an alt right NFL. <laughs> well, it is Vince McMahon. He is another Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, he's best friends with Donald. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God, help us if he did run for office. But he did say, like, he was going to have no involvement. He was going to, like, hire people to run stuff. You know, sort of like how Trump said he was going to have hire the right people to run stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm really hoping this turns into, like, some sort of, like, April Fool's thing. Like, there, There's too much production being put into it for it to be an April Fool's. He's waiting off, though, till 2020, so it's going to be two years from now that they launch it. But it's like you shouldn't do a press conference if you have no answers now. He literally was out there for minutes just saying the same thing over and over again. We're going to hire the right people. Yeah. We're going to do it right this time. We just want to bring it back. But We why? like the name. Why? I he, understand NFL is probably like not the best foothold right now. It's had a couple of difficult years. However, no matter what you do, it is never going to be able to compete with the NFL. Right. Well, he's not going to have it at the same time as the NFL. He's going to have it in an offseason. But it should also be pointed out uh, that, you know, he said, like, it's the perfect time. We think there's the right type of competition and stuff like that. And then another reporter came out a little bit later and said, well, actually, you're competing against college football and the CFL and arena named, football and arena football and lingerie bowl. Well, I, they hit, I forget if they actually brought that one up or not. But you know, yeah, apparently that one's very popular for obvious reasons. But they're very competitive hey, as well. A few divas have started off in the lingerie football league and have gone over yep. to WWE. I, I remember someone was talking about recently how like they wish they would just move away from the laundry because otherwise they're actually very good football players. Oh, yeah. But then again, I've never really watched, so I, I'm only going by this person's <laughs> word. Uh, but anyway, like the guy was pointing out, it's like it is an actually oversaturated market, and then the NFL still dominates everything. 
why do you think you could go into this? And he just gave like, well, I think it's a perfect opportunity and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you don't know what you're doing. You should have researched this a lot more. It's just Vince in another. You should have researched it a lot more. It's the first time. It's like when Vince gave away half a million dollars of his own money. He's like, I know it's a great idea, damn it. And then does it. And it's like, this was a bad idea, damn it. Who did? Why didn't anyone stop me? We did. And then you decided to spend your own money because we wouldn't give you our company's money to do it. Right, and then that's why they had to go ahead and fake try to kill him in order to make it stop. <laughs> oh yeah, when they had the set fall on, did it? Yeah. Did, did it, any explanation ever come out of that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but Lord knows they didn't try to give away any money afterwards because it was all needed to go to Vince's medical bills. <sighs> oh boy. Pretty much, it's like anytime they want to go ahead and stop a bad idea, they try to kill off Vince. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for this XFL thing to actually happen and then like a football just wang him in the head and he's in a coma for two years but it's not true you know once they killed off Vince because it was a bad idea and then uh, someone else died and that's when they stopped that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no not, not a lot of deaths since then obviously but it's like uh, we, we've learned our lesson for the next five years <laughs> um, but I don't know man so yeah I, not I'm mention- not this whole thing has already been him in the ass because now even he's getting sexual allegations too. Really? Now, you were telling me this before we started recording. Uh, you, I, but I don't know much about this, so you'll have to... Basically, um, I, and I'm only speculating that the only reason this has come out is because Vince had to go ahead and put his big fat head out there in the atmosphere and with, with the XFL announcement, and now someone was trying to cash in. You know, obviously, this is a report that it was an allegation, and they had no proof. It got dropped, but now that it's out there, and the way we've been seeing people being outed by allegations, one spark is all you need for other people to want ahead and go ahead and try to stoke the fire. Oh yeah. Now, this particular spark happened back in two thousand six. Uh, it was at a tanning salon, and <clears throat> apparently, uh, Vince was trying to coerce. Uh, one of the people working there and tried to get a little handsy. And unfortunately, there was nothing substantial about the claim. So it was an empty claim for even to be mentioned at this time. But no one probably would have said a word about it if Vince didn't have to go ahead and try to put his face out there to do something. And that's pretty much the problem because we're talking 2006. Now, if you know anything about the McMahons in the early part of the 2000s, Vince was lecherous. During the whole end of the Attitude Era, going into the Ruthless Aggression Era, the things he did with some of the female talent on television was bad. He wanted to create an angle where he he was going to impregnate Stephanie McMahon. Not really do it, but... Just so you see where Vince's mind works. <laughs> right. That's his daughter. Right. And they always say art imitates life. Now, if this is the kind of stuff that was going on on television, whether it's having uh, Trish Stratus join the Kiss My Ass Club, or him falling backwards in a office chair in the middle of the ring because of something that either Tori Wilson or Stacey Keebler did. I forget which one. I think it was Stacey. Yeah, she had the. She was always the dance on top of the, the legs, person. With the legs. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, he made out with Tori Wilson at that time. And, you know, yeah, so much to the point that he would do things in front of Linda McMahon, who was apparently uh, stuck in a wheelchair. These were all actions that he was perfectly comfortable with putting out there in the vapors for the general public to see. Even if it's supposed to be a character of Mr. McMahon, it was still him doing these things. And now this allegation happens during that time in 2006, which means Lord knows what the hell could have possibly happened in reality during that time when he thought he could get away with that sort of shit. It was not smart for him to go. It's not even smart enough for him to go ahead and do the XFL thing. But it was not smart, especially at this time in the company's career during the most important season during Royal Rumble weekend, leading into WrestleMania, with all eyes on the company, with Triple H and Stephanie being able to handle things the way they have, so this way you haven't needed Vince's input as much. No. Old genetic Jackhammer McMahon has to go ahead and put his head out there, and it's going to get to the point where before before WrestleMania, I have no doubt 
there will be another allegation. At least one more. Probably. And But, you know, he even said, like, uh, again, I watched that thing. He said that was probably going to be the last time you would ever see him. Like, he was only doing it for the announcement and to put his, I guess, his stamp of approval on it. But he wasn't planning on doing any more than that. But, hey, you know, that's that allegation could have come out any time. It's like he was going to have to come out for some. He's still the CEO of a very large billion-dollar company. Yeah, but just because Donald Trump is the CEO of a billion-dollar company and he's put his name out there and his face and everything because he is the figurehead, you don't necessarily need that with WWE. You don't need Vince's face out there to be the face of but, the company. But it was for the XFL. He's trying to promote the XFL. Which you easily could have had somebody else take care of that. You could have had Who? Triple H. You could have had Stephanie. You could have had any but other But they, they have person. no involvement of it. It's just him. He's the only one. It's a whole separate company. It's not even associated with the WWE. He created a separate company called Alpha, uh, Alpha Entertainment, I believe it was called, that is sponsoring it. Right, but then he do that with the guy who did uh, who took care of NBC. Uh, did he? I can't remember. Yeah, I think I remember if it was from um, ESPN's uh, Thirty on Thirty when this was the XFL. It was a joint venture. It wasn't just Vince. It was but that Vince was and that was else. the original one, two thousand one. This new one, I think this new company is just him. But if it's so, this is a brand new company, or if it's brand the new same company, old, so it's not the old company. He just started this company. Oh. It's called Alpha Entertainment. I believe it's out. I know it's Alpha something. I believe it's Alpha Entertainment, though. But so then he is the only one behind this. There's to no one my else. knowledge, he is the only one. I don't think. I don't think NBC after last time is going to be involved in this again. Well, I mean, because that fucked over NBC, NBC royally. NBC and WWE <laughs> are still in bed together to some degree, but I can't imagine that Vince is actually going to go ahead, spearhead the whole thing, and say it's going to be closer to real wrestling. And not have any backing or not have any coercion with someone. Hmm? Real wrestling? No, 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 no. Real football, real football, real football. But but you understand. It's like the whole idea of the XFL, the whole premise of the original idea was that it was supposed to be extreme. It was supposed to be not like real football. It was supposed to take and, away all the stuff that made it softer and not as entertaining. And that's, that's the other ironic thing of all this is that it's not going to be any of that anymore, but he's keeping the name. So yeah, it's the gonna, X means nothing. Yeah, it's just, oh, we really like the name, which he said in the actual thing. Like, we thought it was a good name. We really wanted to keep it. But I don't know. So, yeah. What is it with Vincent X's? It, what, what is it with Vince in general? Just, just the man must, needs to stop. Just stop. And stop. the thing is, he won't. He won't until <laughs> they are forcing him to retire. Yep, yep. Well, okay. I'm like, we'll see. It, depending on how these allegations go, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's just such stupid timing. Stupid, stupid timing. But, well, we're getting near the end of the show. We're uh, we're an hour in. Uh, any final thoughts? On anything we've talked about or anything we're going to be doing? Uh, on anything, because I don't know where to go. <laughs> well, I mean, I think um, while we discuss how we don't plan things or anything like that, um, I do think that maybe next month, if we're able to do an episode for February, I would like to go ahead and make that an Oscars episode, since the Oscars will be coming around uh, later on in, I begin, believe, the beginning of March. I think the exact date, if I can go ahead onto my phone and find it, and I'm just going to keep on talking until I do, so this way I'm not killing any airtime by going ahead and searching on Google, because I don't want to be that kind of person. But yeah, we can talk about Oscars. I mean, like none of those awards mean anything, but hey, neither does wrestling, so it fits in what we talk about. March 4th. It March happens 4th. on March 4th, so if we can do anything. March 4th? March 4th. March 4th. You know, I make fun of you, and I'm probably the worst speaker on this show. Uh, but yeah, but, I've, I'd like to go ahead and leave that to next month. Uh, so this way we can actually see if anything else comes up uh, news story-wise, because there's already been uh, quite a few little tidbits going on with what's going to happen at the Oscars. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, some more things come up. I'll get to see a few more of the movies. I've already seen a good chunk of them, but I definitely want to see if I can see all of them beforehand. And hopefully we can talk about that. Um, I don't know if there's anything that you would like to plan on or if uh, you have any other podcasts you'd like to promote. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Mm. Uh, okay, well. You're cheating best. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, uh, speaking of which, yeah, I, I mentioned a few times here, but I'm uh, partnering up with my uh, friend Scott on the Film Yap podcast, which is part of Mike and Ming's uh, Shared Universe. You can catch us there on Facebook, and uh, I believe we're also on SoundCloud. Uh, of course, our show here is uh, JT and Big O, which you can find on YouTube and a whole bunch of... Oh, well, if you're listening, you found us, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I but, mean, tell your friends, because maybe they don't know about us, but... Tell your friends. Kidnap them. Force them into listening to them. You know, we approve. <laughs> but, uh... So, we approve of that, but you don't approve of, like, the shit I was talking about with, like, torrents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got messed up priorities, man. Messed up. So does most of the people that we uh, talk about on the show. Anyway, uh, and you know what? Uh, to the people listening, you know, uh, we make this show not just for us and our entertainment, but we make it for you to listen. So if uh, you have any ideas or anything you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to send us a message in any way, whether it be a, that comment on YouTube, that comment on Facebook, or uh, any other uh, of our media whatevers. So media whatever. <laughs> how is how is that not an app? Media whatever's. You know, like how when you uh, sign a contract, when uh, someone signs someone's rights away for being telling your stuff, he's like, mm-hmm. "We get to use you in any media, both now and future created." Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't know what we have at this point. We I I've been tinkering with SoundCloud, so uh, I don't know if uh, we have a SoundCloud by the time you listen to this episode. But it's something at least I've been considering and I've mentioned at least once to Ryan here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so if you have any topics that you want us to cover, feel free to shoot it out to any way that uh, will reach out to us. And you know those ways. Uh, other Outside of that, I am uh, Video Geek JT. You can reach me on VideoGeekJT.com, uh, and that's all my social media and all that good stuff. And I'm Ryan Big O'Regan. You can find me on all the media whatevers like Twitter and Instagram at Real Ordeal. That's R E E L. I don't know how many times you, you are going. You need a simpler username. But I like the way it rolls off. It's a very. It's an homage to Kevin Smith's viewer skew. Okay. Did you ever see uh, that thing you do? Uh, with Tom Hanks. Yes. Okay. Remember how they spelled the wonders at the beginning of that? The O'Neaters. Yes. Yes. That is your username. But the thing is, that was like. <laughs> That was a messed up use of... They didn't have a hyphen. That was the problem. They had, you are defending a bad name. <laughs> I am defending the concept of the bad name. But at least I have accurate spelling for my name. You do, but most people are spelling it R-E-A-L. Because how many people... <laughs> people don't necessarily always realize that I'm a movie-oriented person. Once they do, they understand that the real is not reality. It is a movie real. You know, you know how if you explain a joke, you realize it doesn't work. You and your mother. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much to everyone out there, and uh, we will catch you next time. I'm still gonna Superman. Punch you, okay? <laughs> Just when you least expect it. <laughs>